0: This is Retirement Radio with Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Eric provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Retirement Radio with Eric Cheek.
1: Hello and welcome back to Retirement Radio. My name is Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners. Now, if any point during the show you want to learn more information, feel free to give us a call at 775 674 2222 or visit us online at www.nvretirementplanners.com. Now, while at my website, feel free to head over to our radio page. You can check out past shows. You could subscribe to our show on iTunes or Google Play. That'll ensure you're always kept up to date with our latest episodes. Now, speaking about latest episodes, today we're gonna talk about celebrities' Legacy Planning Mistakes. Not getting around to legacy planning can have long-term ramifications. So we're gonna use some real bad examples of folks that had money and celebrities who made planning mistakes that had long-term ramifications for their heirs. So the information from this show comes from an article in Kiplinger's and it was fittingly named Estate Planning Mistakes Celebrities Made.
0: Wow, that sounds like a great topic. This will be a fun one in one sense. I mean, it's sad in one way, but it's always fascinating how these celebrities who have a lot of money uh, and folks that end up having a lot of money don't uh, leave a will or make so many mistakes with their money. I'm always fascinated by Mm -hmm. that. Uh, It's a great topic and it's timely. I mean, we've all heard these rumors and horror stories. But before we get into that, Eric, how's everything going at Nevada Retirement Planners? Have you guys been keeping busy?
1: Oh, we're very busy. And uh, I'm a long way off from using my own legacy plan. I'm glad to report that. But I do have one that is uh, up to date and intact. And I see these mistakes all the time. So that's why I was glad that... we managed to arrange a show like this, uh, but personally, everything's great. Good. Very busy. Looking forward to the holidays, oh, yeah. and all that good stuff. Yeah.
0: Well, and and again, we've heard stories about celebrities and and their wills and things and their estates. I mean, this is fascinating, isn't it?
1: It is. You know, and it and it's, uh, you know, I get it because you know talking about death can be an uncomfortable thing to do. But, you know, with my clients, I just tell them it's, it's better to have the discussion now while you're in good health and, and you have clear thinking than leave it to a loved one that is making decisions under duress and at the worst point of their lives, probably. So, you know, it's just so important to have a plan in place. Uh, it may include having life insurance or some sort of legacy plan that may include a will or a trust of some kind. Uh, So today we're going to talk through some of the mistakes and even the most famous individuals are capable of making or decisions that were not made. Uh, For example, uh, just recently, September 2018, the late Aretha Franklin, as reported by the Associated Press, left no will or trust or any estate planning documents for her reported $80 $80 million dollar estate. Wow. And the article says that the family could now face a lengthy court proceeding when dividing up or, or could, it is going to be automatic. Yeah. It's going to be a lengthy For sure. uh, proceeding because that's a lot yeah, of money. I bet you there's going to be a uh, beneficiaries that pop up that people don't even know of. So Franklin had an attorney of 28 years by the name of Don Wilson. And the Associated Press confirmed that there were no plans in place. And she had poor health for a number of years uh, for the Queen of Soul. So uh, this attorney, Mr. Wilson said, I tried to convince her that she should just not do a will, but a trust while she was still alive. uh, She never told me, no, uh, I don't want to do one. Uh, She understood the need. It just didn't seem to be something that she got around to doing.
0: Yeah, it it seems like an important thing to get around to, doesn't it? I mean, uh, what are, I mean, that's huge. So what are some other mistakes celebrities have made then when it comes to wills and legacy planning?
1: Okay, so we've already talked about uh, the queen of soul, Aretha Franklin. Um, here's, here's another one in the music industry as well. Uh, the uh, kind of the king of pop, Prince. Yep. Um, he was into everything, music, big into music, fashion, films. Uh, his actual name was Prince Rogers Nelson. He died without any established legacy plan at all. Dying without a will leaves a process of distributing your assets up to the state that you reside. So in Nevada, we have laws. It's called dying intestate. Uh, But without a will, the wishes of the deceased, uh, they may not be followed. It may physically be impossible to follow the wishes of the deceased. And because of that, a judge in Minnesota was given the task of dividing up uh, Prince's assets. And believe me, it was no small task, considering the assets are estimated to be in the excess of $200 million. Yeah, The judge also had to divide it among Prince's living siblings and half siblings. In this case, uh, large, uh, often the only ones who immediately profit are the lawyers involved. Trust me, that's exactly what happens. And the state itself, because they charge fees to go through the uh, probate process. They may need to hire uh, a court administrator or or something of that nature. But according to the Kiplinger articles, it's two years after his death, none of Prince's heirs have uh, received a single dime. So that's kind of a long wait for the case to be resolved. But... uh, You know, it it hasn't even gone to court yet, so they got to go to court, and then a judge has to decide how it's going to work out. And then what if people dispute those decisions? I mean, it could go on for a long time. This is is worth fighting over $200 million, you know, so there's going to be lots of uh, dogs in that fight right there. Oh, a
0: lot. There are a lot. I've read some articles about that, and, you know, Prince was huge as an artist and uh, had all that money, and they're coming out of the woodwork. I mean, he had numerous half-siblings— um, mm-hmm. And as well as siblings and half siblings and relatives that claim he promised them things. I mean, it's a me- that one is a huge mess. I mean, uh, that'll be going on for years. And the, and the only people who are going to get rich off of that are the attorneys and eventually maybe the state. But um, that's a long time to wait for a resolution. And that's one reason why we, you know, I mean, having a will or a legacy plan in place is really important then, isn't it?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. You know, um, it's important for these things. It's, it's also important to have an updated will uh, or plan in place. Take, for example, what happened to the estates of Barry White, uh, uh, a musician, and then Heath Ledger, the movie star. Two similar situations that ended quite differently. Uh, Barry White passed away in 2003. At the time, he was not legally divorced from his second wife. They were, however, separated now, despite the fact they were separated, White's will still indicated that his wife was to inherit everything. Now his, lig- his live-in girlfriend of several years and all of his nine children received nothing in that version of the will. As you can imagine, a court battle ensued between all of the parties involved. And, and really, who wants that for their family? Or their loved ones or business partners fighting for assets after your yeah, dead.
0: That's sad. And, and I'm sure he, he he obviously didn't intend that to happen, but he never updated his will. So how how is the Correct. Heath Ledger situation different? I loved by the way, Eric, I love Heath Ledger's The Joker in the Dark Knight.
1: That's I mean, oh, that was, movie was, was so he was amazing. Brilliant. And he
0: was so good as the
1: Joker. He was, yeah, yeah, it was, uh, you know, that it it was the the same because his will was outdated. So there's the similarities with here, him and Barry white. It's not that he never did any legacy planning. It's just that he did it, but it wasn't current. So when he passed away in 2008, his will directed that everything in his legacy should be left to his immediate family, his parents, three sisters inherited the entire thing. The only thing is, the will was created before his daughter with actress Michelle Williams was born. So they were initially left with nothing on top of losing uh, your uh, husband and uh, father. However, uh, this is where Ledger's situation diverges from White's, Ledger's family later gave all of the money to uh, his daughter, Matilda, in this case. His daughter was provided for in spite of his outdated will. So his family was not required to give his daughter one penny. But uh, they went ahead and and gave her everything. But that was only out of the kindness of their hearts and very unusual. Yeah, that's got to be super
0: rare that that ever happens. Because
1: here's what usually happens. People that receive the money... Even though it may have been uh, through one of these mistakes or whatever, they say, well, you know, he, he must have felt strongly that I inherit everything. Otherwise, you know, he would have changed his will right. or <laughs> those kind of arguments. You right,
0: know. right. When it, it, it so often happens that people forget to update it or don't think about it. Um, At least that story with Heath Ledger had a happy ending. So what you're saying here, though, Eric, I think the lesson we can learn is it's not just important to have a will, but have a recently updated will.
1: Correct. Recently updated and complete. Uh, Now, according to an AARP article from 2016 entitled Celebrity Planning Mistakes, actor James Gandolfini had a will set up to provide for his wife, daughter, and two sisters upon his death, uh, which unexpectedly came in the form of a heart attack while on vacation in Rome uh, in 2013. However, because the will was not set up to protect his roughly $70 million nest egg from legacy taxes, his heirs were hit with legacy taxes that were up to 55% of the value of the inheritance. A costly mistake to yeah. be sure.
0: Wow. So uh, to recap, not having a will is bad. Having a will is better. Having an updated will is even better. And then having a will that protects against tax consequences is even better than the
1: even better, <laughs> right? Right. Correct. Yeah. It's not a document that you create and then forget about uh, it, it's one and done. Yeah. You forget about it. Uh, our lives change. Yeah. Beneficiaries change. Uh, I just had a client that came in and visited with me a few days ago and, and unfortunately her daughter, her only daughter has become estranged. And so she's meeting with her attorney to take appropriate steps to to amend her trust and her will uh, to reflect that uh, that change in life status with her and her mm-hmm. daughter, but the good news is, is they may reconcile, uh, and so she could change it back. But she's taken the proper steps to make sure that her estate goes on to, uh, in this case, her grandchildren. Um, but uh, you know, as long as she's alive, she has the chance to uh, change it once again. So. Uh, She's doing the exact thing you should do, which is once you get these documents, keep them up to date as your life changes.
0: That makes sense. Well, our time is just about up for this first segment. Is there anything else you want to share with us before we take a quick break here?
1: Well, as always, uh, you know the topics we discuss on the show. A lot of times they can be overwhelming, sometimes nerve wracking, but you don't have to do it alone. For example, if uh, if you do not have a legacy plan and you'd want to start the process of doing that. Uh, You can set up a complimentary consultation with me in the office and uh, we'll discuss these items and uh, get you referred to an attorney that can prepare it. So give me a call at 775-674-2222. Set up a complimentary Legacy planning consultation. Just let the folks in the office, whoever answers the phone, let them know that you heard uh, the offer on the show. Uh, And we'll help you prepare for that retirement you've worked so hard for.
0: All right. Hey, that sounds great, Eric. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Retirement Radio and our amazing host, Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners, right after this. Do you ever feel like you need a retirement toolkit to help navigate your retirement? Retirement can be scary. But it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Income Toolkit from Nevada Retirement Planners now
1: by going to nvretirementplanners.com or by calling us at 775-674-2222. And welcome back to Retirement Radio. This is Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners. Now, if any point during the show you wanna learn more information, feel free to give us a call at 775-674-2222 or visit us on the old interweb at nvretirementplanners.com. Now, today's episode, we're talking about celebrities' legacy planning mistakes. Not getting around to legacy planning can really have some long-term ramifications. We're going to look at some celebrities who made legacy planning mistakes that had long-term ramifications for their heirs. And the information again comes from a Kiplinger article: Estate planning mistakes celebrities made. We've already talked about a couple of mistakes made by Aretha Franklin, Prince, uh, Barry White, Heath Ledger, and even James Gandolfini. But the the show goes well, on.
0: Well, hey, that sounds that would be quite a guest list right there yeah, uh, really. of celebrities that, that we should have on the show had they not passed but who else is on this list of celebrities who have made mistakes
1: well i'm so glad you asked none other than olympic sprinter florence griffith joiner flojo yeah. as she was known. i remember flojo that's what everybody yep. called her flojo set the world record in the 100 meter dash in the 1988 olympic trials in indianapolis she then went on to set a record in the 200 meters in the Summer Games in 1988 in Seoul, South Korea. She was a leader in fashion and even designed the uniforms for the Indiana Pacers in 1989.
0: What? Wait a minute. Flo uh, yeah. Joe designed yep. the uniforms for the Pacers? I didn't I did yep. not
1: know that. I believe she was married to a uh, NBA oh, player. Yeah. I can't remember off You're the top right. of my head who she was, was married too. to. Uh, And among her many accomplishments was also creating a legacy plan. At least her heirs believed there was a will. They just couldn't find it. Which, as it often does, led to years of legal battles between her heirs.
0: So she basically, in this case, she had a will, but they couldn't find it. it. It sounds like one of those mysteries, reality TV show mysteries or something.
1: Yeah, where was the will? Where's the real will or Howard Hughes? Remember oh, that whole yeah. debacle with him years yes. ago? So, it, you know, I can tell you this, it certainly wasn't entertaining for the family involved. Uh, many legacy planning lawyers will keep a copy of your will. Um, we also offer our clients a digital lockbox called the generational vault where they can keep important documents. They can even create access to specific documents and folders for their lawyer for their beneficiaries. So in Flojo's case, if she had been able to utilize the generational vault and place a copy of her will in it, her heirs wouldn't have had to waste time and money fighting in court. Her will would have been accessible at any time, anywhere there was an internet connection.
0: Wow, I mean that generational vault, that it, it's the gold standard then for keeping documents stored digitally.
1: It is. And, and well, it hasn't performed the, in the Olympics yet, but the generational vault does have a 2048 bit encryption. It also has unlimited storage, multimedia file support, and 24 hours, seven day a week client access. So it is certainly top of the line. Uh, my clients uh, that use the generational vault don't have to worry about forgetting where they put their trusts, wills, uh, powers of attorney, insurance policies, uh, investments, uh, previous year's tax returns, family photos, any critical documents because they can now all be kept in one safe place that is easily accessible. So think of our generational vault as a virtual safety deposit box that you can upload import documents and view uh, those documents online. So it has three components to it. It has a secure portal, portal to uh, pass and store confidential financial documents. Uh, and and for our clients, their daily investment and banking values are powered by a third-party vendor and they're uploaded into the Generation wow. Vault. Uh, yep, and uh, it can provide them with snapshots of financial assets and all kinds of great stuff. Uh, How much their net worth is, they can receive monthly newsletters from me, market commentaries, alerts, all kinds of stuff. So not to keep harping on our own system, but it's meant to keep people organized and keep people on task. When I get a new client and I go through these uh, fact-finding things with them, one of the things we touch on is, have they done any legacy planning? And certainly if they become a client of mine, we want to update everything to make sure everything is current. So we know the benefits of it. It's like having a team of specialists working around the clock, keeping an eye on your accounts.
0: Well, yeah, it certainly is a valuable resource. And it's something it feels like something only celebrities would have access to. And, And speaking of celebrities, who's next on the list of legacy planning mistakes?
1: Well, he's one of the most uh, enigmatic figures in the history of Hollywood, Marlon Brando. Oh, yeah. Brando, yeah, he's widely considered one of the greatest actors of all time. Uh, you know, from iconic roles, a streetcar named Desire, the godfather, of course. Brando was well known around the world. When he passed away in 2004, he had a legacy plan for his estimated fortune of nearly $100 million. Now, according to the Kiplinger article, Brando had verbally promised to his housekeeper that she would inherit the home in the event of his death. However, even though he may have told her that, it was never formalized in writing, so I'm sure you can guess what happened next. Um,
0: I'm thinking something involving lawyers and lawsuits.
1: Man, you are sharp. (laughs) Correct. The housekeeper sued the legacy for the value of the home and an additional $2 million in damages. The case was eventually settled years later for, wait for it, $125,000. Most of that money probably went to attorneys, but it's very important that any promises you make, they need to be put down in writing. Even if it seems something much less valuable than a mansion, It needs to be documented. If you wanna make sure your bottle cap collection goes to the right person, or your own, uh, your gaming chips that you've collected from old casinos in Nevada, you need to put it into your will. That way, way there could be no confusion. Right. No matter the monetary value. Uh, there are certain things that that someone won't value. They might have a stamp collection or a bunch of old coins or whatever. But at least the will can direct those items. And they can be expressly detailed in your legacy plan.
0: Right. And to recap, obviously we've covered this one and harped on it, but having a will is necessary. Uh, But not only that, it needs to be current and complete. In other words, it needs to include everything. You want to go to everyone uh, and expressly detailed and set up, obviously, in the most tax-efficient way. Um, so, I think these are all great points.
1: Yep. And, uh, you know, even, you know, I, my, I, I told listeners, and you know, my father uh, lived with me when he was retired because he didn't have any money. And he lived with me for 16 years, but within three months of him living with me, I made him update all of his legacy uh, planning documents. Sure. Now he didn't have any assets, but the purpose of it was so my siblings, um, we come from a large family. There were seven kids oh, wow. in our family. And so I just knew that a couple of my siblings would think that my dad had, you know, gold bars buried in my backyard <laughs> or course. something, you know. And I didn't want to tell him, you know, hey, here's a clue, he lives with me for free because he doesn't have any <laughs> right? But my point was is I still made him put a will oh, down. Sure. Uh, naming his beneficiaries. And if he did have any assets, were, these were the way to be divided. And then i just make copies of everything. So when my pop passed away, I mailed copies of his uh, current will to everything. And I never heard a peep from anybody. Uh, and so it, it just helped uh, in keeping the peace with right. all of alleviate kids. any and, and wonder. And that.
0: sometimes whether you have any monetary value or not, you have the, uh, this one keepsake that all the kids are probably going to want and fight over. Like yep. my gr- my grandpa yep. Whelan on my mom's side had, uh, I know it sounds crazy, but he was a Mason and he had a Mason's ring, a really old one, right? Uh, and yeah. he had been a Mason f- from a young age. And so he had had it and worn it his whole life. And sure enough, you know, he had everything worked out as far as the property and auctioning off everything. Uh, you know, the property and the tools and the buildings, et cetera, and any any cash that they would have left over. But he, he had a few antiques that were cherished by the family and that ring. And of course, that wasn't specified. He didn't get that detailed. And so mm-hmm. they all argued about it and, you know, and said, oh, he told me once that I could have that, you know. And so verbal mm-hmm. telling somebody yeah, when no one else is around doesn't help. You need to get everybody together and then put it in writing or film it, I think, mm-hmm. to avoid any any of those problems. But I mean, they eventually worked it out, which is good. I mean, uh, in this instance, it didn't, you know, cause any permanent rifts, but sometimes the, I'm sure you've seen it with your clients where there have been permanent rifts caused, right?
1: Yeah. And and, and sometimes what happens is, is this older person doesn't realize that People in their family have assigned a certain value to something, something that the person may dismiss. Like I got my father's pocket knife. He he was he came from that generation where men used to carry pocket knives and they could do just about anything. They could uh, you know repair something or take a splinter out of a finger with a pocket knife or rebuild a small V8. I mean they could do everything with a pocket knife and. And so that was the one thing, the keepsake that, that I got from my dad was his pocket knife. It, it, it holds meaning to me, but it didn't to any of my siblings. And so, but it was in his will, you know, his car goes here. My little sister got his car sure. and I got his pocket yep. knife. And my oldest brother loved this ring that my dad had for years, you know, so the, the, the small items that my dad had, and he didn't realize that any of these things held value because they didn't hold much value to him but uh, yeah. as remembered. So anyway, it is, not to belabor no, the point. No, I
0: think that's really important. It can be important. <laughs> well, right. And and as we learned with the Marlon Brando story, it is important to write down your instructions or wishes, regardless of monetary value. And then uh, just we just have a couple of minutes here left in the show. So um, I wanted to ask you one more question before we go, Eric. And that is, uh, is it important to work with somebody like yourself, a financial professional, uh, a financial planner or advisor when legacy planning I mean this is something you do with your clients and help out with a lot isn't it
1: mhm yeah i think so because they can ask me questions about Uh, for example, how other clients have have, uh, arranged things, and and I know what they need to have. Now, I don't do any of the legacy planning documents myself. I have a law firm here in town that I contract with that does it all, so I just pass them over, but I pass them over to a law firm that's not going to uh, gut their wallet and, and charge them an obscene amount of money to do this. Um, so I've negotiated the prices for my clients. But I think it's important, people have brought up doing the uh, online, you know, go to oh. one of these websites and just download the documents mm. or, you know, you can go to your local library and, and get examples of ones for the state of Nevada and run off copies. But what you don't get with that is you you can't ask questions. And, well, you don't get the and, tax and You planning. don't have an attorney. I mean, yeah, and you don't have an attorney or a financial advisor that you can ask questions about taxes yeah. and and how things should be handled. I would certainly recommend getting with a professional to help you uh, if you haven't started this process to help you start this process and. And if you need any updating or anything like that or have questions, yeah, give me a call at the office at 775-674-2222 and just schedule a complimentary uh, legacy planning review. Just mention to whoever answers the phone that you heard us uh, on the radio and you want to set this up. And and, uh, I'll get you pointed in the right direction if you haven't started the process or if you need to make adjustments. I can... Get you in with a qualified attorney that can make those uh, legal adjustments so we can discuss all these things which
0: is yeah good. it's good to have a plan and know what you're doing and get advice uh but that does it for today's episode of retirement radio with our host eric cheek thank you for listening to retirement radio with eric cheek don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan for more information please contact eric cheek at nevada retirement planners call 775-674 2222, or visit their website at NevadaRetirementRadio.com. Eric Cheek and Nevada Retirement Planners are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.